going on, guys? This is Gary. Let's talk soccer. It's only going to be me today. Josh is at uh, training for his own football team. So uh, he's a freshman in high school, his first year, and is playing on their varsity squad. So um, they work hard, they train hard, and they play hard. So he is off doing that. So I will shoulder the load uh, for today's podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you guys saw some green arrows uh, in game week 27, which was another weird game week. So it seems like we've had, gosh, since like December maybe. It kind of feels like we haven't had sort of a quote-unquote normal game week in a couple of months now, or at least... At least we, the Let's Talk Soccer <coughs> FPL team, has not had a normal week. So let's talk about game week 27. Um, <clears throat> as normal, we started out full of hope, and that hope was pretty quickly dashed. Um, here's what we had. We finished with 51 points and saw a small-ish Red arrow to 38,000 now. So past, say, three or four game weeks, we're moving in the wrong direction. It hasn't been, you know, by leaps and bounds, but it's all starting to add up. You know, we were at one point, I think, around 12K, maybe it was 14K in the world. And um, we've since uh, gone in the wrong direction by quite a bit. So it's time for us to make some moves. What we've done hasn't been working, and what we've done is we've been playing it safe. Because we were so close to the top 10K, we figured let's stick with more of the template team than anything else. Um, And turns out we had a couple of the wrong template players, including Calvert-Lewin and and Aubameyang. So those guys have... And even Martial, those guys have hurt us um, quite a bit. So here's where our 51 points came from. Henderson in goal with two. That was really unfortunate when Sheffield United conceded the goal. And, of course, of all people, it's Mope, uh, who hasn't scored a goal in God knows how long. He certainly didn't when we owned him for several weeks or for a few weeks, however long it was. Um, But it had to be him, right? It had to be the guy that everybody had lost faith in. And everybody has at least one uh, defensive player from Sheffield United. And, of course, he just broke everybody's heart with that. So we had been debating going into the game week with Pope as our goalkeeper uh, and decided against that because we figured more managers would start Henderson. So if we didn't and Henderson did well, then we would be at a bigger disadvantage. Turns out we should have gone with Pope because he got nine points sitting on our bench, which does us no good at all. So two from Henderson, uh, seven from Enda Stevens, which is great, although he did come up injured, thankfully, and we'll touch on this in a little bit. Um, He came off injured, and hopefully with the blank blank game week, uh, we'll give him ample time to get fit and be ready to go in game week 29. But nevertheless, seven points from him. 
Alexander Arnold, just a machine with the assist, got us 10 points. Robertson with an assist as well. Uh, Alexander Arnold had two, of course. Could have had a goal or two himself as well. <clears throat> had a really nice shot that went low, far post. Um, and Fabianski just made a pretty phenomenal save on it. So that was unfortunate. Robertson with an assist got us four points. <clears throat> De Bruyne with just three. Um, Salah was our captain. Got us 14 points. He could have had another goal or two in him for sure. Grealish with just one. So what Grealish does, and we tweeted this, uh, <clears throat> that frustrates the heck out of us is when he gets frustrated in a game, he predictably uh, just commits a really stupid, silly, immature foul and gets a yellow card for it. And that's exactly what happened uh, in his Game Week 27 match. And so he got us one point, and we'll talk about what we're going to do with him in a moment. Triore unexpectedly comes off the bench, and we don't know if this is a result of <clears throat> maybe him still nursing a bit of a shoulder injury or if uh, Nuno has just decided on a different formation and Triore doesn't fit in. Um, if it's the latter, that's a big problem, and we'll have to address that quickly. Um, Ings with only two points. Vardy with only two points. We'll do it again. One more week. We'll, we'll give him, and he's got to earn it. There's just there's not that many great options. Aubameyang's a bit more. Can't afford him. We already have Jimenez. Uh, of course, there's no Rashford. Maybe Abraham, but he's been out injured, so who knows how he's going to do. But I suppose he's a possible option. Speaking of Jimenez, he was our vice captain, had a goal. He got us five points on the bench. Uh, I told you that we had the nine points from Pope, and we also had six points from Bowley sitting on the bench. So uh, had also debated going into uh, the deadline either sitting Ings or Grealish and bringing Bowley in or even Vardy. For, no, really not Vardy. I'd be lying if I said that. But Grealish or Ings, <clears throat> and of course, uh, we chose the wrong player to sit, and Bully got us six. So we got 15 points sitting on the bench. So in a lot of cases, we have a good mix of players. It's just, I guess, we are stupidly benching the wrong one. So hopefully, <clears throat> things take a turn for the better. So what we have done going into game with 28, then, is we... Uh, <clears throat> Took a hit. We took a four-point hit. So we had one free transfer. We made two. We did... Uh, let's see. What did we do? We did Grealish to Bruno Fernandez. And the reason we chose Bruno over Martial, and we've highlighted this in some comments uh, to some folks on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, is that <clears throat> Bruno is on set pieces. He's on corners. Um, and presumably now on penalties too. So, and much like Kevin De Bruyne, the ball goes through Bruno. So lots more opportunities to create big chances, lots more opportunities to assist and get shots on goal. And uh, we'll take that all day long. So Bruno, welcome to the team. Hopefully we're catching him on a huge upswing in form. 
Um, that's kind of the goal is not to go after informed players who maybe are sort of at the peak of their form or maybe on the downswing of their form. But we want to find the guys that are just hitting their form and sort of milk that for all it's worth. So Bruno comes in to replace Grealish and um, we also brought in Fleck. <clears throat> so um, hopefully, or sorry, Fernandez, Bruno came in. Let's start that over. Bruno Fernandez came in to replace Madison. Had enough of him. Yes, they've got great uh, fixtures coming up, Leicester City do, but their form is absolutely atrocious. So <clears throat> until we see differently, uh, just can't take it anymore. It's a, you know, that's a relatively big chunk of budget that Madison is taking up. Who knows? Maybe, and we kept Vardy, so maybe we chose the wrong Leicester City player to get rid of. I'm hoping that we didn't, uh, but maybe we did. But so Bruno comes in for Madison and Fleck, who of course doesn't play in game week 28, came in for Grealish. Speaking of game week 28, it is a blank game week for four teams. It is Austin Villa, it's Sheffield United, Manchester City, and Arsenal. The double game week has not been decided yet. So as soon as it is, we will post that on our Instagram account. <clears throat> but up until this point, it has not been. Now, there will be other blank game weeks and there will be other double game weeks, presumably, unless they just stack all the doubles into one game week. Um, but as teams progress from the next round of the FA Cup, that will certainly mean that there will be some conflicts of schedule between the Cup and Premier League matches, and um, the Premier League matches will be postponed to a later date. So lots more to come. <clears throat> we have been asked by several people if, um, if it's worth doing a free hit in Game Week 28. The answer is, and we've also been asked about um, <clears throat> wild carding for Game Week 28, the answer is the same for both. It depends on your team. Do you have a lot of Game Week 28 players um, <clears throat> to the point where you'd be at a huge, huge disadvantage if you didn't make some changes and, and maybe play a free hit? Um, or are you able to make transfers, maybe take a hit, maybe not, but have enough players, a suitable amount of players, and that may be... 10 players, it may be nine players, maybe it's not a full 11, <clears throat> but would you have enough players to make you happy enough to just sort of tolerate it for one game week? Are there so many transfers that the hit would be enormous and uh, a wild card is needed? So it really depends on the personnel in your team and sort of what your level of tolerance is. Um, if you're okay playing 10 or maybe 9 players in Game Week 28, then save the chip. If you're okay taking a, an 8, 12, 16-point hit to make some transfers, then maybe maybe that's what you do. Um, we're saving our free hit chip. One, because we do have 11 players uh, available <clears throat> for Game Week 28. But secondly, um, it seems like with the double Game Week, potential coming and the likes of 
Manchester City um, playing a double and other <clears throat> big teams like that who are moving on in the FA Cup. Maybe it's best used then so that we can load up on, um, on players. Or if a lot of our players on those bigger teams are going to be blank, then maybe we use our free hit chip to create a team of players that are actually that have fixtures that blank game week. So we're going to hold on to that. But there is no one-size-fits-all answer for that because it really depends on who you have in your squad, who you want in your squad, and <clears throat> how tolerant you are of the various options that you have in front of you. And we'll leave it at that. Um, what else? All right, let's talk, since we've talked a little bit about Grealish, and we'll even do this for Triore, although I'm not ready to throw in the towel on Triore yet. Um, still have hope that he will start once again. And he looks super dangerous when he is out there, even if it's just for a 10-minute cameo. So hopefully, um, <clears throat> hopefully he gets a starting role now. Uh, Diego Yota had himself a hell of a game, and he's had a couple hell of a games for himself lately, and that could be a problem um, because you certainly don't want to bench an informed player like that either. So a little bit fearful that maybe Traore uh, is going to be more of a, a super sub than anything else, at least in the the, the short term. Um but Grealish replacements, and one of the reasons for <clears throat> Grealish is we're sick of these yellow cards and <clears throat> just hasn't been playing well. He hasn't really done much in the past few or several game weeks. Anyway, <clears throat> plus the fixtures don't get any better for Austin Villa. So probably a good time to cut bait on him. Now, if he was on excellent form, we're big believers in form over fixtures. Um, look at Calvert-Lewin, uh, did well again, you know, scored against Arsenal, which, you know, if you look at just the FDR, I believe it was a four, so it was pretty red. Um, and I think those, those color-coded FDR can really, um, cause a sense of concern with, when it's not necessary because, um, as this season has shown... Short of Liverpool, and of course, Liverpool, two goals to West Ham last night. Um, we're recording this, by the way, on Tuesday, the 25th of February. Um, <clears throat> that pretty much every team concedes and concedes fairly regular. So, <clears throat> where, you know, maybe Manchester City was a bit of a daunting uh, opponent, and you might rest someone like Calvert-Lewin or bench someone like Calvert-Lewin uh, for that game week, <clears throat> I don't think that that's really even a consideration anymore. So if Grealish were on good form, um, <clears throat> we wouldn't be talking about getting rid of him at all. Um, but he's not. So that, combined with the fact that the fixtures are crap, <clears throat> just makes the decision that much easier. But <clears throat> some players to replace him and possibly even Triore. <clears throat> um, I think Harvey Barnes 
is a good option. The fixtures do get great for Leicester City. It's a gamble uh, because of the team form, and he hasn't done anything super outstanding at all. But um, things could change. It's not a huge investment for him, and he could be a massive differential. And by the way, we have posted uh, many of these options on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. So I think Barnes could be a good option. I think Mason Mount could be a good option. Um, He hasn't shown a lot lately, but Chelsea are taking a lot of shots. They've been putting up a lot of team goals. Uh, Abraham is fit, at least. He hasn't started yet, but he did come off the bench in week 27. So I would assume that he'll start, um, even though Giroud has been playing quite well. Um, I think we'll see Abraham start, which means that I think the likelihood of the team scoring more goals uh, increases and just more opportunities for Mount to get involved in that, whether it's with an assist or maybe scoring himself. So I think Mason Mount's a good option. I think uh, I think Saar can be a very interesting option. He did come on. He's, he's fit again. He did come on a little bit towards the end of his Week 27 match. Um, and if he can come anywhere near the form that he was on prior to his injury a few weeks ago, um, he could be an amazing asset. To have, and I think another one, honestly, is Robert Snodgrass. Uh, I believe his ownership is under a half a percent. So, you know, if you if you can get some some attacking returns out of him, then that could be a massive, massive differential win for you there. So, just a few to consider. I know there's lots others, and even if we posted a list of thirty of them. Uh, someone would find fault in that and want to uh, mention the one player uh, that we didn't put on there. So remember, these these lists are not all inclusive ever. <clears throat> these are just idea starters, the guys that are sort of you know at the forefront of our minds. And you know, feel free to make your own decisions and, and fill fill in the blanks where you will. But just just some thought starters if nothing else on that. Um, but uh, for us, it's time to make some moves. Um, Bruno Fernandez's uh, ownership is still rather low, although it is increasing by the hour. Uh, like I said, hopefully we're hitting him on a massive upswing in form, and we're just going to see more and more for him. Manchester United as a whole seem to have a lot of momentum, a lot of confidence. It looks like they're having fun again, and that can be super important in uh, goal-scoring chances and the team just having a higher output uh, offensively. So I think I think that could be a good thing. Fleck uh, played quite well over the weekend. I was impressed with how he played um, past the sort of quote-unquote eye test for us. And um, I think he'll be a good asset. He's an enabler. He doesn't have to play all the time, but when we do bring him on, I think uh, I think we'll be set. So for game week 28, like I said, we do have 11 players available to play. Of course, the Triori thing scares me a little bit. And quite honestly, um, Liverpool scares me a little bit. I could see a scenario where one of Trent or Salah, 
we have Robertson too, but Robertson seems to be rested much less than than Trent does, for example. But could see one of Trent or Mo, who is currently our captain, um, being rested, and that would be pretty crushing because we don't have anybody coming off the bench. But I suspect that that would be pretty similar to a lot of other managers. My guess is that there's going to be a lot of hits taken this weekend um, and chips played or, like I said earlier, um, 10 or maybe even 9 players available to play because managers don't want to trade. You know, Even if they do have a couple of free transfers, they may have so much invested in the players that they have and that they don't want to lose them that they're willing to just forego having 11 starters um, and sort of just see what comes of it. But for us, we're lined up like this. Pope in goal, Alexander-Arnold and Robertson, Soyuncu and Boley in the back. So we've got, we're doing a 4-3-3 here. Our three midfielders, Salah, Bruno, and Traore. And then up front, we've got Ings, Vardy, and Jimenez. I'm excited about um, these three forwards that we have. I'm excited to see what Fernandez can bring to the table as well, and hopefully Pope uh, will forgive me for benching him this past weekend and uh, come forward with another stellar performance like he had this past weekend. Um, like I said, cap our captain right now is Salah, although I'm super tempted to captain Vardy, who is right now our vice captain, and for no other reason just that Vardy's form has got to turn at some point. We know what the man is capable of doing. Remember, he had a, what was it, an 11-game goal streak going or something like that earlier in the season. Um, And he was just banging goals at will. That's got to return at some point. If he can find the confidence and the team can help support him, then... You know he could be a massive, um, a massive captain option this weekend. Similarly, Ings is rather tempting to us as well. So we'll see. This is going to be a tough one, and hopefully we make the right decision. Salah feels like the right decision, but he may not have any choice in it, and Klopp may rest him, and that's what I'm hoping against. Um, so that's going to do it. We are doing another uh, collaboration with um, the folks from FPL Football Advice. <clears throat> so as soon as we get that posted, uh, or sorry, once we get that wrapped up, we will post that information like we always do, uh, both as a post on our Instagram page and also um, as an Insta story so that you can link directly to the article. So I think that's going to do it, guys. Oh, <clears throat> one last thing. I keep forgetting to mention this. We, and many of you already know this, we are going to our first ever Premier League game, and we're actually going to London for the very first time. So uh, we're taking a family trip. Josh, me, and my wife are going, and we're going to go to the Spurs-Wolves match. So I'm hoping that by the sheer fact that we're there, we're going to bring good luck. Uh, Jimenez is going to have a hell of a day. And Triori is going to start and going to have a, a goal and an assist himself. 
So hopefully we'll bring good luck to that. We'll be, of course, super nervous up in the stands as all of this is going on, but cannot express how excited um, and grateful we are to have the opportunity to do this. So we will post pictures um, and and report from uh, the sidelines if we can. So anyway, guys, hope you all have a great Game Week 28. Hit us up with a DM if you'd like. We'll get to as many of those as we as we possibly can. Um, and we wish you green arrows moving forward. So until next time, guys, we say peace and goodbye.